Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, let's talk to our, <laughs> our next guest. Uh, Dick Vermeil has been a spectacular guest all throughout the year on our program. We tell you every single week to make sure you get yourself some delicious Vermeil wines. Uh, I have drank them. They are phenomenal. Uh, legendary coach of the Philadelphia Eagles and one of our all-time favorites in the history of Philadelphia sports. To put a bow on this Eagles season, the great coach, Dick Vermeil. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. So, Dick, there's an awful lot of directions here to go with. Um, but let's start with this. Before we even get into the nitty-gritty of the team, what they did and, and where they could go from here, I'm curious from your standpoint, you know, we saw the press conference of, of Howie and Nick the other day, and they looked beaten down. And I'm curious from your standpoint, the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual toll that a season can take on you and one where in the end it's a tremendous disappointment. What did you make of the visual of seeing Howie and Nick and just how, you know, I used the phrase yesterday, they look like two sad sacks of potatoes. And I don't say that disrespectfully. They just did. What did you make of the visual of seeing how beaten down they were? I think it demonstrates how much they care about what they do for a living and the product they put on the field. You know, disappointment doesn't create big smiles on your face. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I've been done it many times. Dick, Coach, yeah, go ahead, I've, I've worried that Eagles players like Nick because he's easy in part. You know, there's a major difference between liking a coach and respecting a coach. How did you tow that line? How do, how do you stay respected by a locker room, and how difficult is that to maintain? Well, you know, everyone has a different philosophy. You know, and my philosophy was if you want to make them happy, buy them a beer. But if you want to make them better, make them work. You wow. know, and eventually by making them work, and you know this from your pro football experience. Yeah. You work, the better you get. <laughs> and For sure. I, and, you know, just like Detroit Lions this year, I have two coaches that were working there that worked for me, so I know them. And uh, they work like hell, and they all bitched and moaned and groaned and wanted to be traded, all this kind of stuff, and he held his ground. Now they're playing in an NFC championship game for the first time in 31 years. It works. It still works, no matter how old-fashioned it is. So you like the job Dan Campbell's doing, Coach? Oh, no question. I, You know, I like the job Nick did last year, too. You know, end results, hey, but we're talking about a philosophy and an approach to get to the NFC Championship game, you know, and, you know, I, just, I believe that, you know, in that hard work ethic, you know, and hard work's not a form of punishment, guys. You know that. Right. What, what does it mean that it looks like Bill Belichick's not going to be an NFL head coach in 2024? To me, it means there aren't many geniuses owning football teams. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> you talk about uh, complicated winning. My God. Yeah. Okay. I let, let me ask you this, guys. If you're going in and have brain surgery, would you want a guy that's done it for five years or 25 years? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, Dick, do you think there is a perception that players, 
don't relate to him anymore, or put another way, he doesn't relate to them, and that has changed his effectiveness? I don't believe that at all. I really don't. Wherever he went, in a matter of time, he would have total respect and command of his football team and coaching staff. He's a leader. Yeah. He lose your ability to do that because the kids are working uh, different or raised differently and all that. You convert them to be your style. And, and, and there isn't any question in my mind that he would do that again. Dick Vermeil with us here on WIP. Dick, let's, let's get back to the Eagles and, 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 and let's get to their offense. So they're obviously going to have a new coordinator. Looks like it's going to be the offensive coordinator's vision of how they play. Do you? I don't want to say it's as simple as this, but do you believe a huge chunk of getting the Eagles back on track is just changing the scheme, reinventing it, getting out of what they even refer to as stale at the end of the year? Or do you think their problems on offense are more systemic that might relate to Jalen Hurts or, or, or anything else? I think problems in coaching, regardless of what season it is, as you start evaluating your process, is your process as a head coach in uh, organizing and leading the type of practices and, and the OTAs and many camps and all that, is that process conducive to helping your assistant coaches that you've hired to coach to really get to coach? You know, and sometimes assistant coaches become victims of the head coach's process. Dan, you know that because you you know, John, you, you played in the league and you played for different coaches. They're all a little bit different. But I, I, I think uh, the offensive process, you know, it was great last year. I think people do catch up with it. And I think in the overall shotgun and all that approach that they use, which is really sound, it proved that last year, is the quarterback's got to be a lot more active in the running game within it to really make it be consistent year in and year out. Just like look at the Ravens right now. You think they'd be that good if – he wasn't running the ball as much as he's running the ball right now. Nope. Yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. But we only have, you know, you're in that shotgun that much versus a deterrent to the running game of a great tailback. You know, great tail. All the great records in the NFL are, are held by guys that ran out of a D5 formation, you know. And like, like uh, who was it last week? Troy Aikman said, you know, yeah, Emma Smith never worried about how many guys were in the box. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And they just ran the football. And uh, I, I think sometimes you can get too overwhelmed by other things and, and forget about the real fundamental approach of what it takes to run the ball and build an offense. And I, I think they'll do a good job of evaluating their overall process. Yes, they'll bring in a new offensive coordinator, but the process has to be conducive to winning. Uh, how, within how, sorry. How important is it that Jalen likes the offensive coordinator hire and, and and how dangerous is it to consult with Jalen? Does Jalen get consulted on the hire? Is that a, a, a quarterback's place yeah. in today's NFL? Well, you know, I think Jalen only he needs to do is respect and have confidence in the scheme they're running. That means mm-hmm. doesn't mean he didn't have this year. He sure did last year, but uh, I think it. Uh, a lack of confidence in the organization of the scheme hurts the quarterback more than anybody on the field. And it's hard for him to believe deeply in the scheme if he doesn't believe deeply in the coach. You know, So if there's a combination you put together. Whether he likes him or not, I don't think that matters. I think whether he feels the guy's a great football coach and giving him the opportunity to excel is what's really important. 
So is this the kind of thing where you consult your quarterback while hiring an offensive coordinator? I don't think so. I mean, you might include him mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But, you know, he's, he is paid to play, okay? Coaches are paid to coach. And I, I think you've, uh, you've got, yeah, got to keep a division there with respect for each side. Dick, do you worry on the defensive side of the ball that the challenge to have better personnel in here may be so great, given how bad they were at the end, that it might require two off-seasons to properly improve the Eagles' defense and make them a true elite contender again? You know, I have such confidence in how I don't think so. You know, he has made many bad moves. And, he I mean, like I said a year ago, I've never seen a team with so much talent on the field. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And they should have won the Super Bowl. You know that, and I know that. Yeah, that's right. And they didn't. And that's just why they only play it one time. You know, if it was a series of three to one, they'd probably be world champions. Okay. But it wasn't. And so I, I think uh, the gaps will be filled. And uh, a coaching change may very well make a great contribution. They're doing that to help coaches uh, do a better job by bringing in somebody new to uh, run the defense. But it's got to it's be aided by the the process the head coach gives them the coaching. Dick, I'm curious, you know, you, you coach so many great players and, and lesser players in your years, so many different types of personalities, and I'm wondering, how would you handle the A.J. Brown situation this offseason? I mean, on one hand, he's probably the best player on the team. It did not seem like he dealt well with adversity, which is good in one sense, and he wants to win, but it just – it got weird. We don't know if he's more upset with Jalen Hurts, more upset with Nick Sirianni. We still don't really know what's bothering him so much. What would you do, you know, when you have the chance with A.J. Brown this offseason to try to get him aligned for a great future with the Eagles? I'd spend some time outside the building over Colbert, uh, visiting, talking, really finding out what's really on his mind. Uh, sometimes we, I was in it, the media for 14 years, so I understand it. Sometimes we create issues that really don't exist or is not as strong as they appear to be, you know, and uh, everything I read about him is the players in the locker room liked him and respected him. And so I give him the credit for being upset because the team wasn't doing as well that he felt like he could make a bigger contribution and better utilized. But I, I think, I, I don't think it's a major problem. I don't know. I'm not there. But I don't. I think Nick has the communication skills and, and the offensive coordinator and wide receiver coach and all that. I know this. If I gave him to Al Saunders, my offensive wide receiver coach at the Rams and then coordinator at Kansas City, he would solve the issue himself. He may not even bring him to me. Okay? Uh, and it takes powerful leadership in each position. Dick, final thing here. We've got you know two interesting games this weekend and then one more two weeks after that. Curious from your standpoint, four teams left. Who do you think wins it all? Baltimore, Kansas City, Detroit, San Francisco. Who's going to be crowned the champ in uh, in a little over two weeks? Right now, because of all the teams I've watched play, 
and studied, I'd say, the Ravens. Uh, they were twice I saw them play when I well, finished the game. I said, that's the best team of football. What do they not have? What can they not do? <laughs> they are, you know, but, you know, it's still played by humans. That's right. Mm-hmm. Turn the ball over twice in a ball game or fumble, you know, there or throw an interception or get a penalty against you that or for you that it, that gets you beat, you know. Yeah. A pass interference penalty on the one-yard line on a 50-yard pass. It's a 50-yard play and you lose the game, right. you know. So, but I think overall, yeah. And in fact, I just texted Andy and wished him luck and curious about how practice was going. Uh, but if anyone can beat him, it'll be Andy and his Dick, team and yep. his coaches. Yeah. Dick, one final thing here, because uh, I agree with you on that entirely. I, I actually think KC will win. I'm, I'm curious. You've seen just about everything in pro football in the last 60 years or so. Uh, Montana and Brady generally considered the two best since Unitas. Do you believe that Mahomes, while he doesn't have the depth of work because he hasn't played as long, do you believe that he is getting close to Brady and Montana level of play, or or has he equaled them? Has he passed them? Not in Super Bowls because he can't yet, but, I mean, six years in a row, six AFC championship games, is he playing at a level that's on par or better than those guys? I think it's more than on par. Uh, He has a dimension in his game that Joe didn't have or Brady didn't have. The mobility and the ability to throw the ball accurately in any body position, any foot position, <laughs> and just make it play, you know. And every once in a while, backfires on him. But uh, I think he's destined to go uh, above them in overall uh, career uh, success. It is incredible that he has an actual chance oh, to, to oh, beat oh, Brady's, you know, he does. total number, no, very which legit. I thought was, like, impossible. I agree. Patrick Mahomes is probably going to do it, and and it's probably because Andy Reid is there with him. It's amazing. Oh, hey, Coach, you know, the depth, go ahead. I'm sorry. The depth of philosophy and experience within Andy's offense, oh. the of the scheme on all those years, you yep. know, and it's just uh, it's it's an amazing scheme because it's been improved over so many years, you know, and. Yeah. It, and Andy has such poise, such poise, uh, game day and directing it and, and organizing and game planning it. To, you know, the quarterbacks are the right place to be the best ever. Yeah, right. As you watch, after everyone listening, as you watch these games this weekend or uh, in the coming weeks and months to come, we strongly encourage you to get yourself some Vermeil wines. All throughout the area, of course, you can order them. You can order them online, vermeilwines.com. They'll be shipped to your home in a matter of days. Vermeilwines.com. Coach, you just used the word depth. Uh, let me say from the depths of the bottom of my heart, and I know this would be echoed by everyone here, we thank you so much for a spectacular season of coverage on the Eagles with us. It obviously ended earlier than we wanted it to, but um, – my gosh, your expertise, your wisdom, and just who you are. We so thank you for your contributions to the show this year. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate having to think football. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Coach. Stay well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.